This is Anna Falcon, and you're listening to the Flip by Her podcast. I'm a teacher, a real estate investor, a business owner, and a mom of three. Join me as I share my journey in hopes to inspire you to live the life you envision. In this space, I'll teach you everything I know about real estate investing, the good, the bad, the in-between, and how do I find success in this male-dominated field. Thanks for tuning in, and let's get started. Hey, welcome to my first episode of a this or that. Guys, I need advice. So I'm going to let you into my brain, into a very current event, very updated dilemma that I have going on that I can't make a decision on. And well, truthfully, by the time this airs, I don't need any more advice because I would have already made the decision. But uh, just to let you know, give you a little, you know, doorway into the mind so i'm working on a deal i'm actually closing on this house next week um it's a deal that just fell on my lap it's a great deal um and i have to be creative with how i pay for this house so this house is first of all uh, one block away from a major university in my area. This house is like five minutes away from my house, which I love buying my properties in my own backyard. I love it. That's how I self-manage. That's how I do all this work that I do and saves me all this money um, and, you know, helps my bottom dollar. So I love that it's so close to me. I love the location that it's in. Um, super hipster student, you know, vibe and um the arv is great okay it's really i mean everything about this house works everything so the key is you know how do i get money for this house because as we speak i am in the middle of a very expensive flip my most expensive house and my most expensive flip to date and so this deal fell on my lap i can't let it go so i i need to make it happen so there's I'm going to share with you and you guys think about it. And what would you do if you were me? What would you do to fund this deal? So here we go. This purchase price for this house is $32,000, $32,000 plus my closing costs. I'm going to take on all the closing costs so that the seller pays nothing out of pocket. All she has to do is show up to closing, sign, and that's it. That's all she has to do. Um, so this seller is an elderly person. They've had this property sitting for many years, at least seven years. It's just been sitting. It's been taking on water. It's been vandalized. Uh, a huge tree fell in the backyard. You know, like there's damage to the roof. There's damage to framing. The whole house is a full gut. Um, it's a six bedroom house and uh, it's going to be perfect for student housing like i want to do or you know i can just flip it and i can make really good money on it too um but i need like i said thirty-two thousand plus closing costs for this house and all my money is tied up on a flip that i'm currently doing so you know some people are well you know don't over leverage yourself okay i don't want to take on a partner for this deal i don't want to take on partners anymore but I don't want to take on a partner for this deal. Um, and I don't 
want to go to a fix and flip loan but I'll, I'm gonna tell you the three different ways that I can get this thing and then you tell me which one you would pick so here we go this or that my first option is I have a retirement plan with the state of North Carolina because I was a teacher and I have money in that retirement plan okay I have $27,719.63 in that retirement plan that is held at the pension at the state level. So I can withdraw that money and, you know, withdraw that money, cash that check. Now, if I apply for a refund to take that money out, which I can use to buy this house, then North Carolina will keep 4% of it and the federal government will keep 20% of it because the money that's in this account was pre-tax dollars. It, it was coming out of my paychecks before taxes were taken out. So if I withdraw this money, um, I would have to pay from it 24%. That means that I would lose $6,652.71, okay? So it would leave me approximately um, $21,000 that I can use to buy this house, okay? Now I do that, I also forfeit my years of service and I forfeit any chance of claiming this when I actually retire, but I don't care because my retirement is my real estate investment, so I don't care about having a pension and I don't care about having none of that, all right? Because I am effectively working to my retirement right now as we speak as right now that i'm 37 years old okay so i don't care about withdrawing this money the question is should i give 24 percent of it right away to the feds i'm leaning towards no but i could also use that money to get this house the other option that i would have is i can pull it out of that state plan which if you're asking, well, how much interest is it generating? It's growing at 4% per year, 4%. That's what it's growing at. So I can roll it over from that plan to an IRA, for example, with like uh, Schwab, Vanguard, whatever, you insert whatever company you want to. Um, I can roll it over. If I roll it over, I lose nothing. And then it can grow in another account. But the question is, once I roll it over to another account, can I withdraw it from them, that account with a lesser penalty than 24%? That question is still up in the air. And not to mention that this whole transaction could take 60 days and I close next week. All right. So, but that's one way to get money. I can get that money to pay for the rehab of that house. Um, so this option is still viable because even though I do close on the house next week, um, I'll just get the money from my checking account, but I'll close next week, but then I need rehab money. So this retirement money can potentially pay for the rehab of that house. So that's an option is do I tap into my retirement account from when I was a teacher? Okay, that's option one. And if I do, I'm gonna lose 24% or if I don't lose the 24%, I have to roll it over. And where do I roll it over to? is the question and if i can withdraw it from the rollover later how much will i lose is the next question okay guys so that's an option option um number two is i have my 
uh, lender that I have trusted already with several deals. I think four, five deals or something now, four deals. And um, this lender, he's a broker. And so he has access to lots of different loan products for um, investors like myself, as well as conventional mortgages for primaries and such. Okay, so he's a mortgage broker. So his minimum, everybody has a minimum per door. When you're an investor, there's a minimum per door. Okay, so the minimum per door usually is 75,000. Other companies have a minimum per door of 100,000, 150,000, etc. This is for hard money, fix and flip loans. Well, my current guy, his name is Brett. Brett can do a minimum per door of, I think, 42,000. So if the minimum per door is 42,000 and then he can get me 40 grand for rehab, that means that I'll do a loan for 82 grand and it's a fix and flip loan, I can buy the house and I can flip the house with their money and then I just have a mortgage payment and of course I'm gonna pay interest. My interest is probably gonna be between 10 and 11% and then I'll need a, a cash to close and usually the cash to close is like 15 to 20%. So I'll probably need you know, 7,000 to $10,000 cash to close, which that's good, I have that, that's no problem, but I'm buying the house for 32, not 42. Do I want to overpay $10,000 for the house? No, I don't. Could I work a backdoor deal with the seller and say, hey, uh, I'm going to give you 32,000 to buy the house, which is by the way, that's her payoff on the mortgage. Um, and then on top of that, I'm going to hook you up with say $4,000 but I'm going to need you to give me back $6,000 at closing, you know, and it has to be off books. It can't be on paperwork. It has to be off the books. So do I really want to do that? No. Do I want to, you know, confuse this sweet elderly lady that's trusting me to get her out of a problem that she's in? I don't want to do that. I don't want to uh, put her in that situation. And I don't want to put myself in that situation because she could very well say yes to my face. And then when it comes time to her writing me a check, she could say no. And then I didn't buy the house for 32. Then I bought it for 42. So do I want to do that? I don't know. But that means that I would have all the money that I need to get this house and flip this house. No, you know, I would have all of it. Um, so that's option two. Do you go with the with the with your lender and overpay for this house and try to work a back backdoor deal with the seller? Okay. Um, option number three is to get a personal loan. I can get on Credit Karma, get another personal loan to fund the acquisition of this house and then use my, my own money for the rehab. Um, or, you know, I close next week. So basically, I'm going to use my own money to acquire the house and then I'll get a personal loan to fund it for the to fund the rehab of it. OK, so the personal loan rates right now, uh, I think the lowest rate that I can get is like 14.41 percent. It's not the best, but it's like very you know, simple interest and I'll only do the loan for, um, I have two options. I can do a one year, I actually have three options. I can do a one year, a two year or a three year repayment. 
Um, I could afford either of those. The one year is only going to cost me like $6,000 or $5,000, between five dollars and $6,000. Um, that's what I'll be out to get that loan, which that's a great deal in my opinion. Uh, option two, I'll be out of like um, $6,000-ish is what it'll cost me for the loan. And then option number three with the three years, that's the lowest monthly payment. The monthly payment will be like 950 bucks that part I don't care about because uh, I'll just that's going to be paid by one of my rental properties so I don't care then um, that loan at the three year with the lowest monthly payment it'll cost me about between eight and nine thousand dollars for the cost of the loan so that's option three is the personal loan way um, I still to this day haven't decided I close in five days <laughs> and I still haven't decided uh you know where I'm gonna pull money from or or like what I'm gonna do something has to happen something ha I have to shuffle something I gotta borrow from Peter to pay Paul somewhere uh, I just haven't decided which which way yet um I'm leaning I will tell you I'm leaning towards the personal loan is uh is the cleanest I think out of the three and um, I, I know I have to take that money out of that retirement account that's only growing at 4%. It's bullshit. It's not doing anything for me. I know I have to pull it out of there at some point fast because it's just been sitting there. And I quit teaching in like 20, 2020. Did I, when did I quit? 2020 or 2021. I quit in 2021. I'm still at the university, but the university doesn't fund my retirement account at the state level. So that's pointless so i gotta get it out of there because it's not doing anything for me in there the question is if it was you and you know you want to get it out how would you get it out do you just go ahead and pay the 24 percent penalty um and you know have access to that money or do you roll it over and you know roll it over to an ira and then figure something else out with the ira maybe it's a self-directed ira maybe you guys have more experience than i do in this uh, particular topic and so please you know I welcome your comments um, or advice but that's that option the fix and flip loan at 10% interest plus 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 all the fees associated um, that's an option but then you know do I really want that I don't know that I want that for such a uh, inexpensive deal like this and then option three is the personal loan um that's my dog drinking water <laughs> if you can hear him i don't know uh, but option three is the personal loan like i said uh the personal loan i'm gonna use it to 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 get the house the house is gonna sit for a minute because i have i'm in the middle of a six bedroom four bath flip so the house is gonna sit for a couple months it has to wait on me because i'm not superwoman and i can't be everywhere all over the place so it's going to sit for a minute, but I just need to pay for the acquisition. So, And I have the money for the acquisition. I just need to replenish those funds to keep going on my Arborville, uh, which I'll, I'll tell you guys about Arborville on a future podcast. But um, yeah, there's no way that I'm not going to get this house. I can't let this deal go. When deals like this come, I have to get them, and I don't care what I have to do to get it. I'll move mountains. To get it. That's right. I know. 
when a when a good deal comes my way I don't let good deals go I will do whatever it takes to get to close the deal that's the type of investor I am so what would you do personal loan retirement money or rehab money with your broker your hard money guy that's it's also referred to hard money hard money personal loan or retirement what do you do I hope you have enjoyed today's episode and feel inspired to go out there and kick ass. For some of you, that might just mean that you're going to get out of your own head. You're going to put your goals on paper and you're going to take a step today. No dejes para mañana lo que puedes hacer hoy. Don't leave it for tomorrow. Do it today. Lastly, I encourage you to follow me on my Facebook page at Flip by Her or go on my website, flippedbyher.com. Send me your messages. What questions do you have that I might feature on a next episode? See you soon.